Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, so Mafia, you watch uh, the Knicks. And, you know, I watched them tonight, whatever. And they, you know, once again, they don't know how to close a game out. Like, they're tied 94 apiece. And I'm watching a game. I'm like, they, you know, they're in it. They're, they're playing tough. And I'm like, this is good. And then they lose by 18. They they got blown out uh, 35-17 in the fourth. They legitimately, it was 94 piece and they like never scored again. They scored eight more points the rest of the game. And they gave up. It was 94 piece and they gave up 120. I mean, it was humiliating. Kobe White going off. Now, R.J. Barrett had 21. Now, they're saying that Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson... And, you know, Barrett, the young Knicks are making progress. Now, I, Nilakina is part of that group. He's been there, what, three years? So I, I just, I, I disagree with that. Like, I like Mitchell. I, I like the way he blocks shots and the way he, you know, has dedicated his life to playing defense. But, uh, you know, he's not playing tonight, he's injured. So, uh, you know, he's not in the mix. And then I got Knox. He has 10. He's uh, 3 of 7 from the floor. He can shoot threes. The guy can hit threes. He hit a couple of them in the game. You know, he shot 44% from downtown. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But, you know, Barrett tonight, I liked his game tonight. 21 points, 8 of 16 from the floor. 2 of 4 from downtown. 3 of 6 from the line. 9 dimes, 6 boards, 2 steals. That's a good game. But uh, the problem I'm having is, I'll be honest with you, and you tell me, Mafia, Bobby Portis, one night has 28, he's the talk of the town. The next night, he sucks. The next night, he's decent. The next night, like tonight, he had seven points in 20 minutes. And it's just pathetic. It's so erratic. They have all these forwards, and he's allegedly a center, but they have all these forwards that, uh, you know, bottom line is, and, and they don't call him, hey, Gibson's a forward, Randall's a forward, Morris is a forward, Portis is a forward. That's all there is to it. They have all these parts. You heard uh, Geltziler talking about it. And the bottom line is, is that, you know, uh, all of them have been puke. Like, even Randall has not, he looks miserable playing with the Knicks. Like, he, like I think he's got a look on his face like, I, why did I decide to play here? Because he was playing so much better in New Orleans. It's not even funny. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like we talked about and like Gelt, you know, mentioned, that they signed all these guys that pretty much play the same position. So you're throwing a bunch of them out there, so they're playing either out of position or they're not getting minutes because Fizdale keeps changing the rotation. You don't have a set, this is the starter, this is the guy that's, you know, six man off the bench, this is the other guy that's going to fill in. It changes by the game. So these guys aren't getting consistent minutes. They're not getting consistent lineups where they're playing, you know, with certain guys and they get used to how each other plays, where they got to help on defense, where the guy's going to be on offense. They just don't know what they're going to be doing game to game. And if you don't get that, you don't have that going, then how are these guys going to know how to play with each other or who they're playing with and get any better? It's just going to be the same hodgepodge of, okay, my turn to shoot. Okay, now I'm going to try to take over. I mean, just 
guys like Morris just try to do everything, and it's kind of holding these young guys back. Did you see Nilla Keener tonight? He played 30 minutes. He had three points. I yeah. mean, he's so he's like a roller coaster. You don't know what you're getting with the guy ever. Once these other guys get back and in full shape, he's going to be buried again. Once Dennis Smith Jr., you know, is back at full strength. He missed a while, so they're holding him back on the minutes right now. They're he, working him in slowly. That guy has turned into something is going on with him. I don't care what you say because you cannot have that kind of athleticism. You cannot have that kind. Do you remember him in Dallas dunking the ball yeah. all over everybody's face? Now, do you understand? Here, he was awesome. He had zero tonight in 14 minutes. And then he's averaging one point a game. I mean, it, it is unbelievable. He's averaging one point a game. And he's not getting any burn. His career, he's a 14-point guy. What is wrong with that guy? I, I don't get Is he on drugs? I don't know what the deal. How do you score 14 a game in the NBA for a living? You're a star player. Like, he was a young star player in Dallas. Without a doubt, high draft pick, right? And then the Knicks get him, and he's an absolute wash. He's one point a game. Now, I know his uh, someone died in his family, and I know he had to go deal with that. That's fine. I'm sorry to hear that, but he sucked before that happened. Do you understand? Like, he was terrible before that death. Then he left to go deal with the death, and then he came back. He's back now. And tonight he was absolutely dreadful. I don't understand. And then I got to tell you, the way Perry and Mills handled it with the presser on Sunday after they lost to Cleveland, that, th- that those two clowns would go on record, go in front of the New York media, and sit there and throw Fisdale under the bus like that is all you need to know about those two backstabbers. I mean, honestly, can you imagine what team in the NBA, name one team that does that, name one team that will take the GM and front office you know, brass and literally have a press conference after a loss and talk about firing your coach. Who does that? Who who throws their coach under the bus in front of the media after a game? They have a press conference to talk about they're not happy with Fisdale and the Knicks. The way they've handled this, if I if I were Dolan, I swear to God, and I know he won't I feel like he won't do it because he's been, like, lovers with Mills for, like, 20 years. Perry, I don't think he cares about one lick. But if I were him, seriously, right now, I'd fire all of them. All three of them. I'd get rid rid of all of them because the bottom line is is that Jesus could coach this team, and they're not going to win. Fisdale's not winning with this team ever. They They will never win. 27 and a half wins. Good luck. That was the over-under in Vegas. What they win last year, 17? They are so pathetic that it is absolutely abhorrent even, like, watching them. Like, watching Fisdale coach is laughable. And watching Mills and Perry is even – it's like going to stand-up comedy. It really is. Why in God's name – and I know you said last night money – but why in God's name, even for money, even for money, would you take a job with James Dolan to go to work at the Garden for the Knicks and all you do is lose and your career goes down the toilet? Everyone that goes there, their career ends. Phil Jackson, now he was old, but his career ended there. He's finished, like completely finished. By the time he was done, he was smoking bowls with Bill Walton in a teepee up in the woods somewhere. I mean, trust me, you that guy's finished. 
All he had to do was hang around Jim Dolan and the Knicks for a few years. And, and I got to tell you, the job he did was porous. He's the one that brought Nilakina here. Nilakina couldn't play in our league. I mean, honestly, he's terrible. He's a terrible player, and they keep trying to sell me that he's some good player. He sucks. Right, Phil Jackson was finished before he came here. That was the thing. He just did the money grab. He barely showed up, barely did his job. He's like, joke. yeah, I'll just take your checks. That's but fine. But why would anyone want that job? Anyone. Why would Ujiri leave Toronto that when they win every night, even without Kawhi they're winning? Why would he leave that for no, this? I don't think that smart people would take the job. I think just that, dumb people? No, I think that you need to find somebody desperate. And, and, and as far as the coach goes, I think there is one guy who's desperate enough and knows the Knicks well enough that I think he would take the job. But you still need to clean up the front office end. I honestly think that Mark Jackson would take the job if they offered it to him. He's desperate enough to coach again. We've seen it for years. Knows the Knicks, obviously. I think that Mark Jackson's a guy. Are people saying he should get the job? I, I mean, his name's floated around there. But when you think of somebody desperate enough to take the Nick job, who maybe garners enough respect, right. uh, it might be him. They love Jackson in New York. I'll give you that. But they definitely, you're right, have to clean out the front office. That's been a problem with Dolan the whole time he's on the Knicks because the Rangers, at least, he stays out. He doesn't know hockey. He lets them do their thing. The Knicks he's always messed with. For years, he left, uh, you know, presidents in there that just did terrible, including Mills, including, you know, some of these other guys that he's had in the past. All of them, Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas. I mean, he, he's just done it over and over again, and he thinks he knows what's going on there, and he doesn't. And he just lets crap stay there. Mills should have been gone years ago. That's the problem with this team is that Mills has made it trash. I mean, Fizdale came in because he was going to get to coach Porzingis when he came back this year. Halfway through his first season, they get rid of Porzingis and leave him with this roster, which just looks like you and me going to play and pick him on a Saturday morning. It's just, okay, those four guys got next. Doesn't matter position. Doesn't matter how good they are. They're the next guys waiting. Let's throw them in because that's what it looks like. Mills four was, random guys. Mills was doing – he was working at Barclays when they brought him back from the dead. They brought right. him back to the garden. He was he was in the financial world. He, if you look at his record, it's like 200 games below 500 in the time that he's been there with the Knicks you know, as president. He obviously, uh, it's painfully obvious now to me, and I think a lot of people, he has absolutely no idea what he's doing. He needs to go back into financials. Get, get out of basketball. He's terrible. Remember when they had Grunfeld, right? And then uh, they screwed him too. I mean, it is absolutely, it's like a bad movie. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.